Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Inside the Winner Circle here on the Win Life Podcast with Awilda Rivera. I'm super excited today because I have the co-founder of Black Girl Yoga, Kayla Lacey, with me. Kayla is a therapist based in South Central Los Angeles, certified yoga teacher, and as I mentioned, co-director of Black Girl Yoga. Through her healing platform, The Well, she provides free and affordable wellness tools for her community. Kayla believes that we each hold the power within ourselves to grow and transform and seeks to guide her clients back into their truth through physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual awareness. Thank you so much, Kayla, for being on the show today. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm super excited to talk to you. So a lot of people probably know Black Girl Yoga. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is one of now a few, but before one of the first. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, though, it was the only platform on Instagram where you could see Black female yogis being featured, doing poses, seeing ourselves in the practice. And then you're also a therapist bringing therapy and affordable don't always go together. I know. (laughs) The fact that you're also bringing that locally on a real grassroots level to your community. I mean, how did how did this all come to be? Like, what made you decide to do this? Yeah, well, um, well, Black Girl Yoga was actually founded by I got to give a shout out to my girl, Vanessa. Um, Vanessa started Black Girl Yoga, and like everybody else, I saw it, was super excited by it. I had already been practicing for a while um, and ended up being one of the contributing writers and just sort of joined the team. And as time went on, um, she wanted a partner, and I was down to be that. So that's how I stepped into the co-director role for Black Girl Yoga. Um, And that has been so important for me because yoga has been what really kind of got me started on like health, healing, wellness in general. Um, I had started practicing yoga during my senior year of undergrad in college. didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was studying psychology and wasn't really sure what I wanted to do with it. Right. But, um, just getting into health and wellness, I realized that mental health was also something incredibly important to me. And so I began my path as a therapist and just have always found that yoga um, and all the spiritual, physical aspects that go along with it have always kind of been inseparable from the mental and emotional health and wellness that I got through um, studying psychology and just understanding trauma and how people survive and grow and heal. So for me, the two have always sort of been side by side. And just as time has gone, I've learned how to integrate them into one another. Mm, mm. And I mean, let's take it a little bit at a time because I know people are like, whoa, that's amazing (laughs) but it also you know you're i'm sure you've told your story now a few times so you were able to say it in such an eloquent and succinct way now kind of pull up the curtain a little bit for us Mm -hmm. and talk to us a little bit about kind of like the messiness did it come together really neat or Mm -hmm. was it one of those things where you know 
you were telling people, okay, well, now I'm going to, you know, sort of come out as a yogi in the Black community, like I'm doing yoga. What was that <laughs> experience like? Yeah, girl, no, it was not um, <laughs> nice and neat at all. It actually um, came from one of the, I really stepped into yoga in all of its power during one of like the hardest times um, of my life. Like there are different really hard times in your life. And this was one of them that that birthed real yoga for me. Um, I had just some things were moving, shifting in my life and I had lost everything. I lost all my friends. I lost a place to call home. I lost like everything at once. Um, and I had a homegirl who was full of love and a yoga mat <laughs> with mm -hmm. me. And it was just getting up every day and giving myself something to do, which was getting on my mat and practicing that really um, made it real, that made it more than just a physical achievement. Because for the beginning part of my journey, it was all very much like, oh, okay, um, can I get into this forearm stand and let me practice, you know, all the hard stuff. But it wasn't mm -hmm. until really needing um, just the the guidance and like the, the, for me, the spiritual wisdom that's in the practice of yoga that made it into something that really developed me and all these different things that I had and all these this strength that um, I didn't even know was was just kind of lying dormant. Um, so it was not an easy start at all. Mm -hmm. um, but it's what it's the start that I needed to make it what it is for me now. Mm. And then, you know, some people will say, "Well, girl, I mean, if all of that was going on, why not just go be a therapist and work for somebody else?" Why, mm -hmm. why open a thing again that's affordable, meaning you might not be getting rich off of it? Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> well, because you know, these are I wanted to keep it really real for the listeners because there, there are people out there that are passionate about service, right? And yeah. I'm hearing in your story that yes, it's not just oh, I mean, yeah, I'm a, I'm a platform and I'm helping others shine, sure. But it started on a really basic level of self-development and you sharing that journey with others. So mm -hmm. when it got to the point of, you know, opening your business and, you know, you've invested a lot of money in that and anybody might mm -hmm. say, well, girl, just go and like, you know, you can do some pro bono work on the side, but like go and do X. Why, mm -hmm. why the well? Why? you know, yeah. the, the format that you chose? Yeah, this format, um, again, really all started from me recognizing that the things that I needed selfishly were not available. Um, and being really upset about that and deciding to then do something so that the next person who comes along doesn't have to suffer the way that I did. So um, I find the well important in making sure that things are free or low cost, as affordable as possible. Um, because there was a time when I really needed um, therapy, mental health services, holistic health services in, in both, in all forms. 
and it just wasn't there. Um, I wasn't able to find a yoga teacher who was black. I wasn't able to find a therapist who was black. And if I did find them, I need you to be black and love your blackness and be down to talk about my blackness. And those things didn't always go together. Right. For me, I wanted to make sure that um, I could give that to someone. And it's important to me understanding how money is one of the biggest hindrances to people just being able to to really help themselves. Like, and I tell all of my clients that um, I want us to get to the point where you do not need me. Like that's kind of the backwards thing of my business is I'm almost trying to like put myself out of business because I want folks to be able to have the the tools and the self-awareness that they already have just grabbing that for themselves so that they can independently know that like I can navigate this world and if I ever need help you know I can always come back to the well and check out black girl yoga for community and inspiration and all that but um, it's important to me to be able to give folks that to themselves and if money is going to get in the way of that then that's going to be the first thing to go and I'll I'll figure it out myself (laughs) and I mean I like so many times during these interviews I wish there was video too because like my arm hairs are standing up Mm. Um, because there's something just so authentic, like just so real about what you were saying. And I could hear the passion in your voice. And it wasn't just like, yes, I'm righteous and it's X. It's it's like, no, I needed these things and they weren't <laughs> there. And now I'm just trying to be a resource because I'm grateful to the people that made those things available for me, yeah. whichever way they became available. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So the fact that you're offering these services that, first of all, in the community of color, mm-hmm. you know, and for even, you know, I'm sure that there are people who are not of color listening who may come from a background or ethnicity where therapy is shunned mm-hmm. or holistic healing is like questionable. And so I want everyone to hear and sort of see in your example. And, you know, I always tell people like, hey, I go to therapy. You know, I practice yoga for my own mental, spiritual, and and just in general yes. well-being, right? Because, <laughs> yes. because it's important to say it out loud. And so people can sort of take away the stigma that it is, A, not work, because the hardest work is working on yourself. Mm-hmm. B, that it's just about getting into crazy poses, which, yes, you can do that, but it's on the way to the poses where you, like, have the biggest discoveries. Yeah. And C, to say, like, hey, that's just one part of it, you know, mm-hmm. the actually looking at yourself and being a better person when you're not on the yoga mat yeah. is also important. So already I'm just so appreciative for for what you're sharing. Now, something you said that I'm really – curious about because I think it's a a kind of a stereotype that's on both sides mm-hmm. and I kind of want to hear a little bit about what you think about where it stands and sort of and that kind of thing which is you mentioned like well if I could find a black yoga teacher then I felt like I had to be like super black right mm-hmm. and so I feel like similarly some people that don't know yoga they feel like if they come to yoga they have to be like suddenly like oming and like ready to chant and, you know, all into it. So speak a little bit, you know, if you could, just about that and about, in general, just the wellness industry and the fact that, you know, it's really come as you are. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and that's actually exactly what I was going to say. The beautiful thing about um, therapy and about yoga is it's about coming in and meeting yourself and whoever is guiding you, meeting you where you are at. And that means that you do not have to change anything. You do not have to change anything. You don't have to be super black, quote unquote, whatever that means and looks like. You don't have to... um, I don't know. You don't have to change anything. And in fact, it's important to not. It's important to show up on your mat being honest about where you're at so you can actually address and and transform the things that need your attention. Um, And you can't do that if you're faking the funk. And when you come to therapy, I tell my clients all the time um, in different ways, like, this is your space to be real. I don't want you to come in here telling me some stuff that's not really how you feel, because then we can't fix anything. We can't change anything. Um, so it's important that whatever this idea is that you think you have to be or need to be, that you can leave that at the door. And I understand that's so much easier said than done, because even for myself, there are times um where I feel like I need to look a certain way or talk a certain way in order for people to hear me or to take me seriously. But when you're in a space that's genuine and authentic, you should be able to show up just as you are in whatever clothes, whatever hairstyle, whatever speech, whatever thoughts, and to be met there and to grow from from where you're at. Mm-hmm. Such an important thing that I think a lot of the people that I interview touch on, which is this authenticity, mm-hmm. whatever your journey is. And, and for the people listening that are like, well, I'm not that into yoga, so I'm like tuning out. It isn't like she's not just talking about yoga. She's talking yeah. about how you show up in life, whatever it is that you're doing. Show up and be yourself and be open to grow from it. So whether it's a job that is temporary, but you really don't like, and you're trying to be an entrepreneur, or you're trying to create something, or you're really just using this as a stepping stone to go into a different Mm -hmm. workplace of, you know, business, show up who you are and take from it what you can so that you can really keep growing. So Kayla, let me ask you, I'm sure people are curious what is one of the biggest lessons, you know, cause I'm sure when you first opened the well, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't just people banging down the door and, you know, <laughs> things sold out. And I, and I can tell by your laugh that maybe I'm talking a little truth here. Yes. yes. You know, when you first started and, and you really believed in this and you felt like you were really, you know, getting into alignment, right. You're like, mm-hmm. the, you know, wellness, and this is what I want to do what were some of the biggest lessons that you learned or some of the hardships that you faced that led to where you are now? Yeah. um, One of the biggest lessons that I've learned and I'm still learning because there are still times that things don't go the way that I thought or expected for, for better and for worse um, is just really trusting that, um, who I am and what I have is enough for right now. Um, And things may not always, again, look the way that I think they do, but somehow, some way, it always ends up being for my benefit and for my community's benefit at the end of the day. Um, There have been lots of times where I felt like 
I'm just too small. I'm not someone who has like a natural like business head or anything like that. I'm not, I've never put a website together before. I've never um, um, created big events like this before. I've never reached out to collab. Like this is all very new to me. And at each step, there's kind of been a fear like, oh my gosh, they're not going to want to talk to me. They're not going to take me seriously. Or I don't know if I can show up in the ways that they're expecting me to. Um, but this process has really shown me that um, I really have the privilege to get to know myself so deeply because there are so many parts of me that I don't even know that is is existing in me. Like I didn't know that I can um, go across the country and teach in front of a bunch of strangers and I'm gonna do a great job. Or I didn't know I can build a website from the ground up and it's gonna look beautiful. And so um, just really learning that I have what I need and I can do the things that I need to do if I, you know, set myself up for it, of course, but just that I'm enough. Yes. And I mean, I love that quote and I mean, I'm going to run it back just in case they miss it, in case they were just too caught up. (laughs) And what she said was trusting who I am and what I have is enough right now. Mm. Mm -hmm. I mean, if that doesn't really sum it up, I don't know what is. And, you know, I think it is also important for people to realize that this is a person, you know, if we want to get really superficial, you know, mm-hmm. just to, to put in perspective, this is a person who has a combined 73,000 people paying attention to what she does. And she still mm-hmm. has the thought, am I too small? <laughs> All the time, <laughs> you know, and, and what I love about that is that's coming from a place of humility. She's not overly saturated in her brain where she's like, Whoa, I got this much followers, and I'm like, and I'm whatever. It's like, No, I'm so you know, she's so dedicated to the work that she's like, Ah, I'm really trying to do something big. Can I get it done? Like, I'm trying to help people be well, like, <laughs> wow. You know, so in, I really hope that people are hearing that because a lot of times, you and I know you probably get this all the time, Kayla. People are like, oh, my God, well, you have all these followers and you have this platform. I'm sure it's just like, you know, just unicorns and rainbows every day. <laughs> you know? No. no, don't believe the hype. No. <laughs> you know, and so I'm just glad that you're, you know, you're being so honest and you're like, yo, like I still sometimes have a crisis of confidence, but at the end of the day, you get it done. And so like, that's really, you know, that's why I love having especially strong women of color like yourself on the show, because it just, it just kind of pulls the curtain up and says like, hey, yeah, like this is where I am now, but look at where I came from, mm-hmm. you know, like. And something that, um, you know, I kind of did a little research on you, Kayla. And so (laughs) Kayla, you know, something about Kayla is that she's always been an activist. Mm -hmm. She's always been someone that's been out there, you know, raising her voice for the sake of others. And, you know, speaking out about violence against men of color or injustice or whatever. So the fact that, you know, and a lot of times I think millennials, 
like our and I know I don't know how old you are, but I guess I'm millennial. <laughs> I was born in '84. Yeah, so, yeah, you know I, that we get is like, oh, we're we're all protest, no action. Mm-hmm. But Kayla is all action. You know, she'll protest and then she'll do something. So I, just, <laughs> I think it's important for them to for listeners to also see that it's not just oh, I have an idea of how to create change, mm-hmm. but rather like. I have an idea of how to create change and now I'm going to do something about it and I'm going to make that idea into a real thing. And I'm going to be brave and hell yeah, it's scary. And oh my God, you know, no one's coming in at mm-hmm. first, right? And I'm going <laughs> to rent in the space and all these things. But then it's like, oh, wow, one foot in front of the other. And then it's like, oh, you know, now 63,000 followers and 10,000 followers and you know now you have an audience yeah thank you so much for saying that too thank See, you i mean it's i didn't make it up it's all real it's all <laughs> it's just your life it's just your life so Kayla, now that people really have kind of gotten a chance to to get to know you a little bit better because you know we don't even have enough time to really dig in i'm probably gonna have to have you on again Yes, um, but now that people have really gotten a chance to get the flavor of like, damn, you know, this is a phenomenal person. And let's say they're like, okay, well, what's the formula? Like, if I want to, you know, win, like Kayla, like, what do I need to do? So mm-hmm. what advice can you give the people listening? The advice that I would give is do your research on whatever it is your thing is, and then just try, just try. I'm really out here telling all my loved ones, hey, let's just live our best life. Just go for it. (laughs) Look up whatever you need to look up to make it happen. Talk to whoever you need to talk to. um, And then just try, like, for real. Because that's really what it comes down to is you setting yourself up for success and then being willing to take that first step because otherwise it's not going to fall in your lap. Like you really have to work for it. Um, And trust again, that what you have and who you are is going to be enough to, to reach your goals, but just go for it. Yes. I love that advice. I mean, first of all, I love that you kept it real. And you told them, look it up before you go after it. Yes. Right? Because, because, no, because, and I love that you said that because so many times people, they have this passion, right? And I respect passion, but passion without direction, mm-hmm. passion without purpose is not good. You know, it's yeah. just like righteous anger. Like it's not, it's not doing anything for anybody. Right? So I love that Kayla kept it real and said, yo, look it up. Figure out what it is you're trying to do. Figure out what it is, whether you need to acquire new skills mm-hmm. or you just need to brush up on your skills or you need a certification, whatever it is, know what that is and then go after it. You know, it's so true. You can't get, you can't win any points sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, you can't, you can't get any stats sitting on the bench. So get in the game, get in there, get after it. Man, Kayla, I... Oh, I could just have you on for a whole nother episode, but <laughs> it would be too crazy. So I'm going to have to have you back on. Thank you so much for everything that you've shared. You know, as you said, trust in who you are. Know that what you have is enough. Try it. 
Don't think you're too small to make a mm -hmm. difference. Know that, you know, whatever it is that you're going after, you have to find that alignment. You know, as Kayla talked about, that physical, spiritual, and mental and emotional needs to be lined up. So if you get it through yoga and therapy, cool. If you get it through hiking in the woods and going to church, mm -hmm. cool. However yeah. it is that you get it, that alignment is so important. And before we let everyone go, Kayla, where can they find you if they want to? I know you're in L.A., but let me say they, that what they want to call you up and have you as their therapist over the phone. How can they reach you? How can they find you? <laughs> well, you can find me in all of my info. Um, on Instagram, I'm bend it like Lacey, L-A-C-Y. And then um, for a fuller idea of who I am, you can visit my website, thewellhealing.com. Thewellhealing.com. Well, thank you again so much, Kayla, for being on. I hope that you guys were listening and taking notes because this was a good one. Until next time, you guys get out there and win life. Okay, Kayla. Yeah. So you were awesome. I'm going to hang up here and call you back real quick, just like three minutes, and we'll be done, okay? Okay, sounds good. All right, bye.